Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast for January 18th, 2020. And it's going to be a doozy. Written by Minor and Landis partner Lynn Walker, this podcast is going to try to summarize for you the recent rule that will change the prevailing wages for non-immigrant visa classifications. We are providing some charts that will help to clarify some of the changes to come, but as you will see, this is a very complex issue. So the title of this podcast is U.S. Department of Labor Publishes Final Rule Affecting Prevailing Wages. On January 14, 2021, the U.S. Department of Labor published its final rule entitled, quote, Strengthening Wage Protections for the Temporary and Permanent Employment of Certain Aliens in the United States, end quote, which affects the prevailing wages of H-1B, H-1B-1, and E-3 non-immigrant visa classifications and permanent labor certifications for employment-based second preference, EB-2, and third preference, EB-3 applications. The final rule will go into effect on March 15, 2021, but its implementation will occur in transitions beginning June 30, 2021. According to the Department of Labor, this final rule is intended to, quote, allow the department to more effectively ensure the employment of immigrant and non-immigrant workers admitted or otherwise provided status through the above-referenced programs does not adversely affect the wages and job opportunities of U.S. workers. End quote. This rule was initially published as an Interim Final Rule, or IFR, that was immediately effective on October 8, 2020. But it was struck down on December 1, 2020, along with the Department of Homeland Security's IFR that amended the requirements for H-1B classification. In its January 14th final rule, the Department of Labor made amendments to the IFR, which it claims now meets the requirements of the APA, stating, quote, the department is satisfied that it meets the APA's objective requirements necessary for the promulgation of a final rule in this case. Specifically, the department's IFR provided sufficient notice to the public by allowing for a 30-day comment period, which gave interested persons an opportunity to participate in the rulemaking through submission of written data, views, or arguments. The rule contained a concise general statement of their basis and purpose, and the rule will be published more than 30 days before it becomes effective. End quote. The table shown here best illustrates the differences between the prevailing wage rates as they currently exist, as proposed under the IFR, and as proposed by the January 14th final rule. Now, this article is by attorney Lynn Walker. If you are listening to the audio version of this update, please go to Ms. Walker's LinkedIn page to see the chart she has prepared. In addition, the Department of Labor final rule states, quote, where the department is unable to compute a level four wage for an occupation and geographic area due to wage values exceeding the uppermost interval of the OES wage interval methodology, the level four wage will be the highest of one, the current hourly wage applicable to the highest OES wage interval for the specific occupation and geographic area, or two, the mean of the wages of all workers for the most specific occupation and geographic area available. Furthermore, to address concerns that the immediate implementation of higher wages would negatively impact the economy, the Department of Labor has scheduled transitions to provide a phased implementation of the new prevailing wages, However, as written, these transitional phases are confusing, complex, and incredibly challenging to decipher without referring back to earlier passages in the initial pages of the regulations. 
Again, you can read about these transitions in depth in the post by attorney Lynn Walker on her LinkedIn page. She's prepared a full summary and comparison of the various wage levels and transition periods. But what I can tell you here is that for Phase 1, which is March 15, 2021, to June 30, 2021, the current wage level percentiles will remain in effect for all H-1B, H-1B-1, E-3, E-B-2, and E-B-3 wage determinations. But Phases 2, 3, 4, and 5 are so ridiculously complex that to read them to you would certainly be the best sleeping pill. Again, I urge you to go to Lynn Walker's LinkedIn page to see the charts she's prepared. But let me give you a little taste of the complexity of this rule. Phase 2, July 1st, 2021 to June 30th, 2022. 1. The Level 1 wage shall be 90% of the wage provided under paragraph B2IIA of this section, or the wage provided under paragraph B2IIA1 of this section, whichever is higher. 2. The Level 4 wage shall be 90% of the wage provided under paragraph B2ID of this section, or the wage provided under paragraph B2IIA2 of this section, whichever is higher. And 3. The Level 2 wage and Level 3 wage shall be determined by applying the formulae provided in paragraphs B2IB and C of this section to the wages established under paragraphs B2IIIB B1 and 3 of this section. <sighs> Determining the prevailing wage for an H-1B, H-1B1, E3, or PERM labor certification application has always been very complex and challenging, as there are many issues that an employer must take into account. An employer's failure to pay the appropriate wage and properly complete the LCA process may result in harsh penalties, including but not limited to fines and debarment from filing future petitions for immigration benefits on behalf of its foreign national employees. If the Department of Labor final rule is implemented, the proper determination of the prevailing wage will become an even more daunting task. Because of this, and the many other constantly shifting rules and regulations in the world of immigration law, we highly recommend that employers contact a qualified attorney for a consultation prior to initiating an E3, H-1B, H-1B1, or PERM process for an employee. If you have any questions regarding the appropriate prevailing wage for your employees or prospective employees, please feel free to contact us at www.miner.com. That's M-E-Y-N-E-R.com. Having trouble keeping up with the ever-changing landscape of immigration law? Save time and effort with the Miner and Landis Immigration Update Podcast. Each week, we scan the news feeds to find topical issues important for busy immigration professionals and produce a 5-10 to minute podcast that you can download easily and listen to while making breakfast, riding the train, or taking the kids to school. Subscribe now and stay up to date with Miner and Landis. For access to more articles and information, please go to www.miner.com. That's M-E-Y-N-E-R.com. That's M-E-Y-N-E-R.com.